Hey, what's up, universe? Welcome to uh, It's a Choice. This is episode number 16, and today's episode is going to be about choosing a direction. It's not too different than the Choosing Your Own Adventure episode in some ways. So I'll start off by saying that not sure if you guys are aware, probably have mentioned it before, I'm sure, but in April of uh, 2020, I left a job that I'd been at for two years on an, an intuitive whim. Uh, I got a download on March 26th, 2020, and on the same day, I basically put in my notice to leave and uh, and followed that. It was just very... Um, very much a download that came to me, and I spent two hours feeling into it the morning that I received it. And I start off with that because I've, since that time, since I left, um, April, like about a month later, was like my last day. So I had been without work um, from April until the beginning of November of 2020. And during that time, a lot of interesting things happened. Uh, but one of the things, one of the feelings that didn't escape me or that I wasn't able to kind of table or put aside was the feeling of um, directionlessness, feeling directionless. And that took a little bit to settle in, but it came during the summer and just kind of grew from there. And I can be for quite a long time without a whole lot of doing. And at some point, though, I know that action needs to be taken. And I wasn't sure which direction to go. That's why this episode is about choosing a direction. The thing that coincided with that download to leave the, the job was like, I was like, well, what's the next thing that I'm going to be? The whole reason I got that download um, is because this question came into my mind and it was like, hey, Zach, you know, that new person, that new identity, that new way of being that you're working on, that new vision uh, that you have of yourself. I'd, at, by that point, I'd been working on a new vision of myself for, uh, you know, about six months. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, universe. And it's like, well, is that person doing what you're doing right now? I was like, No. And it came to me right away. I was like, no. And I was like, well, fuck. That means I got to change what it is that I'm doing, right? Like as a profession. And I was like, well, what do I do? And the word teach came to mind. And, you know, I've sat with that over the past, you know, since that time. So we're coming up on like, what, 10 months now almost. Um, and I've had uh, resistance to the word teacher, you know, because I have stories around teachers. My nephew's a teacher. Love my ne love my nephew. And I've worked at a school district for five years as an IT person. Uh, obviously, have been indoctrinated in the United States school system, um, and I've had some teachers that I really was close to and that I loved. Um, but my stories around teachers are that they are kind of shafted. They're not very well respected, at least here in the States. They don't get paid very well, and they have to just deal with a lot of a lot of bullshit that, in my opinion, teachers shouldn't have to deal with. And so I'm like, man, teacher, like, I don't know about that. And so I resisted it for months and months and months. 
And I finally got to thinking here recently. I was like, all right, so I obviously have stories around teachers or the word teacher or being a teacher. And I was like, so what other word do I want to like identify with? Um, what direction do I want to go with that? And I started thinking of other words like, you know, guide, you know, that type of thing, mentor, things like that. None of those really clicked for me. None of them really felt right. Then I ran across a word that I did enjoy. And that word is curator. And I used to have a library. I used to have hundreds of books. And I definitely section them out and organize them and all of that. And I had a nice body of knowledge across a different couple areas of, uh, of personal interest of mine. And, um, yeah, one of my friends remarked, like, it's a nicely curated library. And that's well, something that I found that I've done throughout my entire professional life. I've always taught, I've always trained, um, like the whole spectrum, like from executives to coworkers to new train, you know, new hires, um, writing documentation, passing along knowledge uh, has always been a part of my job, always. And breaking down complex like systems and the digestible, you know, ways of understanding for others. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a curator of, of information and I can disseminate that information and it's just another way of looking or phrasing or framing um, teaching. And so yeah, I really do like that word. And so recently, like recently, like within the last day or two, um, you know, I have these animal medicine cards by, um, what is it, Jamie Sams and David Carson, I believe. And i um, been using those for a while. And so I drew, I asked like four questions and drew cards around that. And I'm just going to hint that um, I've definitely gotten some direction on that. I don't want to necessarily say anything quite yet, but I have been working on something since the beginning of the year, and I kind of tabled it for just a week or two. Um, but I was working on it around this kind of idea, and after I pulled these medicine cards around the questions that I asked, I'm like, all right, this is what it means to like go ahead and choose a direction choose a direction. And this goes into the, you know, the, like I said, the fuck fear uh, podcast, because there's, yeah, there's fear around that. There's questions about the how, you know, how am I going to, how am I going to do what I have, you know, as far as an idea. And, and I'll put this out there. I'll clear this up. I know over the last few, few podcasts, I've been vague about things. Um, but I'll, I'll get specific uh, as, as time moves forward here. And, um, you know, so there's how, how am I going to deliver it or conjure it up or produce it or all of the hows around that? And how am I going to make money on it? You know, how am I going to use that as a vehicle of prosperity? You know, that kind of a thing. Uh, but choosing a direction nonetheless, just making the choice to move, to take action, just to move in a direction is key. You know, it's like, sitting in the middle of the ocean without a paddle and without a sail until you get picked up by some type of trade current. You're just kind of sitting there, you know, like you're kind of just floating along quite aimlessly um, without a way to really move yourself in any one direction. 
So to choose a direction, to start paddling or sailing towards somewhere. It doesn't matter where it takes you, just fucking choose, right? Just make a choice to move that way. So what I'm trying to say is, is that I'm leaning into that. I'm, I'm moving that way. I've decided to embrace my resistance to being a teacher, you know, and it's interesting that I'm in another group um, that's coming to a close here. And I went, I had a call with them on Friday, or sorry, Saturday. And Friday, I went out and got Chinese for the first time in a while. Of course, I just love the fortunes, right? And this fortune said, listen, these next few days to your friends to get answers that you seek. And that call that I had on Saturday was just full of, of gold. Um, the word, when I kind of checked in with the group, I got a response back about how people felt like there was a crossroads coming up, you know, and I could definitely feel that crystallizing. So I found it interesting that other people were picking that up and bringing that to me. And I definitely feel like this particular piece, this avenue of, of the vehicle that I'm choosing or surrendering into for my prosperity is, is definitely part of that crossroads. Um, there's a couple areas in my life that seem to be in flux and my professional life is definitely one of them. Uh, I have a job at the moment, but it's the contract work and the contract ends February 5th, 2021. So I'll be needing to do something, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, like what comes up with that anytime we have life changing decisions, right? There's, there's the fear. There's the fear, a fear of whatever, the fear of whatever. It doesn't matter. There's always fear. You can have fear of changing circumstances, the devil you know versus the devil you don't, things that you're comfortable with, the unknown, change in relationships, um, change in status, judgments that people might have, all of that shit, right? All of it. Our choices definitely lead us into places that we didn't necessarily know that we were going to arrive to. So, you know, there's definitely times like in my past, right? So like with my divorce, had the same type of thing, you know, worried about my kids and the impact that, was, that the divorce was going to have on them. And I've spoken to that before, I'm pretty sure. And... um you know, really what got me through that was, am I going to be able to model to them what I want to model to them within, you know, if I were to stay with my ex-wife? And I found that I wasn't, I just wasn't going to be able to do it, you know, in a healthy way. I wasn't going to be able to show them a healthy marriage. I wasn't going to be able to show them a healthy relationship to themselves. Um, it just wasn't going to. It just wasn't going to happen. And once I decided to surrender to the choice and be okay with trusting that my children were going to be better off with that choice, then, you know, by th better off by getting a divorce than not getting a divorce, then I moved in that direction. But I had to decide. I had to make it clear in my mind. I had to choose 
that I was going to make it better for them. You know, I was going to ensure that my choice was actually going to be a benefit to them. You know, and that goes back to the, you know, horse, the Chinese proverb or the uh, parable with the, uh, the farmer and the horses, right? We never know what the outcome's really going to be. Things that appear good can actually turn out to be real shit. Things that appear really shitty can turn out to be really good. So fear kind of fucks with us in that regard because even though we have these fears and they, logically they seem completely relevant uh, and applicable, we don't truly know. We don't truly know. And that goes back to what I was saying maybe an episode or two ago too with Eckhart Tolle's uh, The Power of Now. Fear and anxiety totally take you out of the now, put you square in the future. And there's that saying that I personally enjoy that no amount of shame or guilt will change the past. No amount of worry or anxiety will shape the future. So it's understandable to be fearful. Definitely, I've experienced it for sure. It's just that when we arrive at the fear, when we, when we, if we confront it, we just have to choose that the direction that we're going in is the right one, is the right one. And that ultimately there's nothing to fear. And as Jim says, fear is the, is, uh, is the idleness of will. Florence Scovel Shin. I've said these, these things a number of times is that faith, you know, fear is faith inverted. When has fear, you know, when you're making a choice, I mean, fear has got its place, right? You know, things that'll give you pause, you know, but like when it comes down to like these types of choices, right? When you're feeling guided, when you are confronted with a binary choice on which direction to go. When has fear really served you? When can you look back on your life and be like, man, I was so fucking scared and I just paralyzed myself and that was the best thing I ever fucking did. Just sitting in paralysis, best fucking choice I ever made. I don't even think I've heard stories of people saying that shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's times to take inaction. Like sometimes there's times to just sit for a minute or for a while. But like eventually everything has to move. Everything has to shift. When has fear ever generated the best fucking outcome? You know? So since we have power over our choices and we can create and we can decide which direction we're going to go, that means we also get to shape and choose the direction of the circumstances that are subsequent to the choices that we make, just as it was with me and my kids and my divorce. I made it a point, I chose to ensure that my children had a better experience through the divorce than had I stayed married. And there's other examples too, you know, like, any of the examples that I had when I decided to stay home with my oldest son, 
best fucking choice. I ensured that that had successful outcomes, even if they weren't appreciated by other people. And when I took the money out of my savings account with me and my ex-wife and I bought gold and silver, totally unilateral decision, wasn't appreciated by my ex-wife. But when we liquidated those, you know, or split them up, like we didn't lose anything, you know. So ensuring the right time, you know, that one's a little bit more risky for sure, because you never know the right time, so to speak, to like sell or liquidate assets. So that one may not be quite as applicable, but, you know, fear for sure around that choice for a number of reasons, but moved me in a direction. And I can definitely look back on that particular choice in 2010 and I can see exactly how it played a role in getting me right here. So, yeah, it's interesting, I think, to see the power of our choices and the directions that it takes us when we can look back and reflect and see where, like, how those things navigated us. And that just reminds me, I just tonight started like keeping track of uh, quotes um, of like in shows or movies or songs that strike me, right? So I was watching Mr. Robot earlier and it speaks right into this. And this is season one, episode nine. And there's two characters. There's Tyrell and Philip in this particular scene. And Philip is the CEO of a company and he's talking to Tyrell. And he goes... Philip goes, this was a moment, Tyrell, a point in your recent past, or there was a moment, that's what it was, sorry, there was a moment, Tyrell, a point in your recent past, a mistake, compulsion, a decision, something that led you to this point right now. And it's just, it's just interesting when you can reflect back and look back and see those points and the change in direction and where it took you. It's powerful stuff. So I could see taking a moment and having fear around the choice just because it's power. It's real power. And when you combine intention with your choice and then also just surrendering and trusting in what's guiding you, then you got to just give that fear back to the universe. You got to just surrender it and let it go. And just let the universe start to unfold and flow around the decision and direction that you've chosen. So happy navigating, fellow listeners. There is one last thing that I wanted to mention because I did run into this because I was looking at a word, initiate an initiative. And it led me to a blog post by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And the title of that blog post is Life, The Great Initiation. So I'll end this particular podcast with a tiny quote from this blog. Thank you, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Part of this blog says, as a student of life, our job is to go from philosopher to initiate 
to a master, from mind to body to soul, from knowledge to experience to wisdom, from thinking to doing to being, and from learning with your head, applying it with your hands, and knowing it by heart. And I just found that very relevant to how allowing oneself to trust the process and allowing oneself to be guided falls exactly into this category as a practice. And as one practices it, one just becomes that person. As I've said in my previous podcast, they just become that. They start to be that person that just allows themselves to be guided. The fear remains. The discomfort remains. You know, the, the managing all of that remains. But nonetheless, like, it's like any other muscle. It's like any other exercise. You do it. You practice it. You get good at it. And you are just able to handle larger situations. The directions you can choose to go can be more dramatic or they can be bigger directions to go. Anyhow, as I said earlier, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Guys, have a good Tuesday and a great rest of the week. And go live an inspired life so that way you can inspire others to live their authentic and inspired life. Because at the end of the day, living an inspired life is a choice. See you guys. Bye, universe.